What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Between Two Tackles. I'm your host, Alex Spinelli. Alongside me, as always, we got Ray Volo. And as always, no Dino. Fucking shocker. It's becoming a trend now. It is. It's not looking good. He's preparing for draft season, though. He's yeah, I mean, in- r- rumor has it he's in like a, he's in a dungeon just watching tape right now. Yeah. He claims well, he's know, working, but. Right. He's got the iPad. He's got the big TV, and he's got the monitor going. Well, the monitor is just showing for uh, like video games. Also, let's, be, let's be real. He's playing yeah. video games probably while watching other grown men play video games. <laughs> Fucking weirdo. All right, Ray. Got a nice slate this week. Got a little uh, little rivalry game here, Ohio State-Penn State. I was going to say, like, I don't even know if I like the slate that much, but it's the biggest game. It's my probably the first game, real game of the year for Ohio State, minus that Notre Dame uh, debacle week one. So I'm pretty fucking pumped up. Right. Before we talk about the game, we'll recap our bets from the previous week because we missed our recap episode. Ray, you want to start us last week? Yeah, let we me, do. Yeah, let me pull it up. Uh, I you did, did you well. Week. No, I did. I did do well. Um, Dino killed it. Yes. Did he really? I didn't even. Well, dude, that doesn't even on, count. He wasn't even on the fucking episode. For all yeah, we know, that's he true. He puts. Yeah, up. it's so fucking true. It is because I didn't see when it was edited. Um, Dean, Dean with the clean sweep. He had Syracuse plus fourteen, and he had UCLA plus seven. Uh, for college, four point six five units. And Dino's rolling. Um, so you got I, yours up? I, I can't really tell if this is accurate or not. Like when you marked it, I have it up, but uh, I, I it's accurate. Is it because Texas mm-hmm. Oklahoma State didn't go over sixty one? Am I not looking at Texas Oklahoma State at like seventy five? Did they? Am I? Uh, did I miss something? I think. Um, I think what you call it? Didn't UCLA? Uh, not cover? Isn't that the loss that I had? No, I thought that was a three-point loss. I don't think so. I mean, I watched... I, last week was a well, fucking blur. Let me say, now I gotta pull it up. Let's see. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, so, yeah, UCLA didn't cover, and that Oklahoma State-Texas smashed. So, let me just go revise that. So, yeah, so... Okay. Just to clarify, UCLA plus six and a half, that missed, so that was a one-point... That was a uh, one-unit loss, but... um. I hit for 1.8 units in Texas versus Oklahoma State over 61. And then my Ohio State, Iowa over 10 and a half first quarter smash two for 182. So that would give me, let me see my math correct, 2.62 units up. Nice. Not, not 0.7. You tried fucking cucking me. I did. Uh, and I gave it to Dino, but Dino is now down 0.12 units. Let's go. I love it. <laughs> Um, I went down a full five units. The fade God no more. Uh, turns out I'm just the greatest college football gambler of all time. Uh, so <laughs> it was a flip-flop week for me. Uh, I did have that Clemson, and I said on the pod they could win outright. Uh, Clemson, 13.5 for Syracuse, di- uh, didn't cover. And then uh, Ole Miss. Uh, Ole Miss was actually ca- kind of controlling that game, too, in the first half. Um, and else you turned it on. Damn, you guys are getting fucking mashed in college football. Dude, we said, it, we said it before we started. Me and Dean both said we're like, we're horrible at so, betting college football. So the, the full standings, I am in the lead with a fat .22 unit uh, <laughs> in the in the green. Uh, then second is somehow Dean managed to come back, and he's in second with negative 7.33 <laughs> units. And Sauce, Fade God, is uh, he's, in the, he's in the cellar right now. 10.82 units down. So, Big you know, time. we got a few weeks left. 
maybe you can uh, turn it around here and get to the get close to the green at least. I feel great about my bets this week. <laughs> you know what sucks too is that uh, I mean I'll, I'll get to it later, but I feel like we have some of the same bets this week, so I'm not. Do we? Yeah. Oh, we did. <laughs> I'm actually pissed off, but whatever. Love that. All right, let's get to uh, a couple previews here. Let's start right with it. Ohio State, Penn State. Ohio State, a 14-and-a-half-point favorite right now. 15-and-a-half now. Really? I yeah. saw just before this set up, 14-and-a-half. I mean, it I was 15-and-a-half, and I saw move down on Fandle. So I finally got I, – I, I was going to actually – I don't bet think it matters, it. personally. Yeah, no, it doesn't matter. I mean, I was going <laughs> to bet it Sunday at 14-and-a-half, and, and uh, the line wasn't up, and I got earlier at the gym like an hour or so ago, and it was 15-and-a-half, so – all but right. yeah, again, talk to me. I mean, talk to me I, about I, what Ohio State's going to do. And well, I mean, we'll what I, I texted you when uh, I, last week after uh, Penn State won, I was like, well, it's going to be good when we get a little bit of an easier spread so we can fucking wipe the floor with you by 20 plus. I think it's going to be a fucking domination, personally. Uh, I'm, I'm curious to see the one thing I really do want to see is uh, how Ohio State runs the ball. Kind of struggled last week. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know that you guys, your run defense, besides that Michigan game, has been stout. So I really want to, I kind of want to like, keep pace with Michigan. I want to be able to run the ball down your fucking throat. Yeah. I mean, to start the year, outside of these, la- these last two games, to start the year, they were allowing 75 rushing yards a game. These last two games, 291 per game. Oh, so you guys had gashed last week too? Gashed last week, but I mean, they couldn't really do anything uh, through the air. But it has not looked good the past few games, and I'm worried about our defensive line versus a very good Ohio State offensive line. Personally, I don't even know if it matters how well you run the ball against Penn State. I mean, the DBs, they've gotten all the love this year. Joey Porter and Jair Brown, they've gotten all the love. They've played well. Um, they got to be special. Like, it's that simple. But I just think the offensive line for Ohio State is such a mismatch for us. I don't know if we're going to get be able to get home. And even if you can't run the ball, I think Stroud's going to have just so much time to work back there. And I don't even know if it's got to be perfect coverage. And how can you guard – fucking five one star uh five star wide receivers i don't yeah, know yeah yeah we were just we're too deep at wide receiver where i know we're gonna be able to throw the ball against you guys uh, i think early we're gonna try to establish the run but it's pretty crazy how like you said you guys were two weeks ago you guys were averaging 80 yards a game uh against the ground now that's went up to 140 after two weeks which is fucking insane i don't even understand how it's possible you just said they it's been 290 the like, average per game yeah well i mean michigan ran, michigan ran for 400 yards oh, okay well yeah i guess that'll fuck up <laughs> an average but god damn dude up to 140 again it's kind of crazy yeah but yeah I, like like you said our offensive line has been uh stellar i love paris johnson and dewan jones as those bookend tackles i think i mean it's hard to evaluate um cj like yeah at, like properly just because he has so much time like those tackles are so good i think he did have like a strip sack last week against iowa if i remember correctly so, I mean, that's going to have to get cleaned up a little bit. But I think, that, like you said, I think we have way too many weapons. Um, one person I'm really curious to see, I know Smith and Jigba still hasn't really played at all this year. So mm-hmm. I'm curious to see if he's going to get some reps, if he'll play this game. I'm assuming he will. Uh, but I'm also curious, if he doesn't, I want I want to see Julian Fleming show out. You know, the junior, he was the number one overall uh, recruit at a high school. He's been getting touchdowns this year. But I want to see him get a little bit more targeted, and uh, especially in the underneath game. 
Yeah, I mean, this game is going to come down to what it always does, and it's got to be, I mean, Penn State at home. Crowd's got to be electric. you got to get a turnover, like, big time. Clifford needs to have a, a big blown run, like, for, for 70 yards. Um, and you got to stop. Ohio, Ohio State actually has been stopped, even, like, last week a little bit, like, yeah, in the yeah. red zone. They, you got to hold them to field goals. You cannot get down early because then it's you're done. Um, the, th- the thing with Ohio the, State, the thing with Ohio State this year, we kind of started out slow in some games, but yeah. the offense is just too talented to be held down all the, like the entire time. Like we exploded in the second half against Iowa. I feel like the second half explosion is just waiting to happen. So I really do see myself ending up doubling down at some point during this game. Uh, I think it's going to be a first quarter. It's going to be a little slow. Like I said, I think they're going to try to get that run the run game going a little bit. So I think first quarter could be pretty close, and like you said, we always play. Uh, we always play each other close. These games are always close. Even that one in uh, Ohio that we went to, right? And when when we were at school, when Penn State beat Ohio State yeah, on a block on a blocked field goal, that pissed like, me off big time. Stuff, like stuff like that is going to have to be how Penn State stays in this game if they want a chance to win this game. It's got to happen. Plays like that. And also, I mean, like you and, you the, saying, and the stadium's got to go crazy. Yeah, I mean, the stadium's going to be electric. Let's be real. Uh, that's the one great thing about college games. Like NFL fans sometimes don't show up. College fans, especially games like this, uh, big noon kickoff, they're going to be rowdy. Let's be real. But um, one thing I'm curious is like this new uh, Jim Knowles led defense has been elite so far this year, especially up front. I'm curious to see because this is our first true test off like uh, with an elite talent offensively. I'm curious to see how we uh, contain Nick Singleton, especially because last year we got fucking bullied by Michigan up front. So, especially like our uh, interior defensive line, we've played a little bit better, especially in terms of getting to, to the quarterback from there. But I'm curious to see how we hold up against the run against you guys. Yeah, I mean, Singleton and, and Katron Allen are are the offense. If they're yeah, not yeah. going, if they're not going early, it's uh, going to be in for a long day. The offensive line's got to hold up too. But who are some prospects on Penn State that we should be looking at? I have. Uh, Obviously, like the two defensive backs you referred to, Porter Jr. and uh, Jari Brown, Jair Brown, however you pronounce it. Yeah, and and Jair Brown. And then uh, Uh, Parker Washington, too. I'm curious to see how he does. Our cornerbacks are a little beat up this year. So I feel like he's. Yeah, he's so, like, I mean, honestly, it's really tough to evaluate some of these wide receivers in this system with Clifford, too. Um, Clifford stinks. It's pretty hard to. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Parker Washington. Big play guy can ha- – I'm, like, lagging out so hard. Um, I hear you fine. My computers. Can you hear me? Yeah. I, f- I hear you fine. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, um, big play guy waiting to happen, but honestly doesn't get enough touches to, to really even get evaluated. Um, Abdul Carter, fucking love that guy. He's a, he's a yeah, freshman, he, though. Freshman, yeah. Yeah. Um, some draft guys. Your, your, I mean, uh, what you call it? Fashanu, the, the offensive lineman. Um, That's a big game for him. And, he's, and Scruggs, he's the uh, the center. It's a big game for him, for sure. I mean, we, I, we're loaded with Edgetown with Sawyer, uh, Tum, Tamal, I don't know, I can't say, JT Tumalali, whatever his name is, mm-hmm. and Zach Harrison, who had a fucking massive game last week. He was getting pressures. I think he only had like eight pass rushing uh, reps, I think, and he had like six pressures, something ridiculous. Yeah, that's absurd. Yeah, that guy's a freak. The uh, the Bucks just fumbled on the their punt 
to after uh, stopping the Ravens too, and the Ravens are on like the four yard line. The works. All right, let's move to the second game. Shout out, Dylan. Got the Gators um, going against Georgia. Neutral site here, Jacksonville. Uh, actually closer to Gainesville than Athens. Um, so I didn't even know that. I did Georgia not know get, this was neutral site. Georgia gets a – yeah, w- weird uh, that it's in Jacksonville. Um, don't really understand it. Georgia, a 22-and-a-half-point favorite in a neutral site. Pretty crazy. Um, but after their their game against uh, Missouri, that close game a few weeks ago, they have been absolutely dominating teams, right? What do you think about this? You think they just get after Richardson? I think this is one of the worst matchups for Florida. Such a I, bad matchup. I I think the only possible like realistic chance, a real like way they have a chance, and I don't even know if it's realistic. Is AR needs to start throwing the ball and he needs to like have a game that NFL evaluators look at like holy shit this guy's gonna be a top fifteen pick. I I really think that's the only way because the only way off, Florida's offense can get going is when they run the ball effectively. And I don't know how you run the ball effectively against this Georgia defensive uh, front. It's crazy. Um, their their defense was so good last year. I think their scoring defense is better this year too, which is they, they allow nine absurd. points a game. Um, but like I said, they've been absolutely dominating teams. Granted, it was Auburn and, and Vanderbilt, but ninety-seven to ten outscoring teams in the last two games and outgaining those two teams, one thousand seventy-nine yards to four hundred seven. Jesus <laughs> Christ! <laughs> um, really bad matchup for Florida. That linebacking core too, with uh, with Nolan Smith and JDJ and Smeal Mondin, like that. Those those other those last two guys, Nolan Smith's gonna be a big time draft guy, but uh, those other guy, two guys are are sophomores rising up too, which is gonna be crazy. Dude, they have so yes. many sophomore. T- they have so much sophomore talent. Even like Brock Bauer is gonna be like top ten. Yeah, true. They have those other yeah, and Eric Gilbert and uh, the other tight end too. Like could be. Well, I think the, top three uh, Dar- guys. Yeah, well, I think Gilbert does he even play? Right? Isn't that kind no, of like, but like, people are. I mean, people are go- saying he's gonna be a, like a third round draft pick. I, I was like, he can declare this year, and so uh, Darnell Washington, that big motherfucker, he's like six seven, two seventy or something, mm. so, a force on the offensive line. I'm curious to see um, if he declares too. But yeah, I think this Georgia team's too talented, and now they're like this year in particular, their offense is even like dominating. Like I know we said like, they haven't played the most talented teams, but Stetson Bennett has 2,000 yards passing already, and he's only turned the ball over once. And I, I mean, was, we, I was we, gonna we, I was gonna ask you if you're, if you're looking at his stats, then we we don't have to do this. But I was wrote down their eighth in scoring offense. How many touchdowns do you think Stetson Bennett has thrown this year? Uh, yeah, are looking at it, but yeah, I'm looking at it. Yeah, only thrown seven touchdowns this year. Yeah, that's crazy. They're eighth in the country in scoring offense. Yeah, I mean, that doesn't even make sense. Yeah, I mean, they, I mean, <laughs> their whole, I mean, their system—they run the fucking ball, bro. I mean, he throws for a lot of yards. He just doesn't get the, uh, doesn't get the tutties. Elijah Moore would be fucking livid. Oh my god, Elijah Moore's back. They dabbed up the floor. He's good. Yeah, I hate that shit. It <laughs> uh, it's also funny. Like their leading receiver has like twenty six catches, which I guess isn't that. And it's their fucking tight end. Like they, their receiving uh, core is so yeah. so shallow. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's all the they've three tight ends, kind of, or two tight ends that really play, and and yeah. McIntosh gets a ton of work out of the backfield, and they have like three running backs too. 
It's a sick. It's a sixes. So yeah, there's a deep teams. They just do what they gotta do. It's an old they're school good. fucking football. They're really good. I think they're gonna win again. Honestly, I think we'll. I think we'll give them a good run for their money. But yeah, that'll I'm be also, sick. That'll I'm, be a sick game if the if that's the game. I think Tennessee versus Georgia is gonna be a low key good game too because that Tennessee offense is super fucking hard to slow down. Yeah. Do you think this is a a possible look ahead game? Is that next week? I don't really see any realistic way that Florida wins this game. Um, I mean, I think the only way they win is if AR goes Superman. Like, he goes 300 yards passing, like 200 yards running. Honest to God. And I don't know. 22 and a half. uh, If I I would touch it, I was going to go Georgia. I actually, just before I was looking for my last bet for the week, and uh, I was really wanted to take Florida team total under, Mm. but it was at 16 and a half. I can't do that. Uh, Yeah. yeah, College game. Can't do it. Yeah, that's tough. All right. Let's move on to the next one. Uh, number nine, Oklahoma State. At number 22, Kansas State. This t- this is like plague of injuries, this game. It's actually crazy. O- Oklahoma State missing five starters, um, two wide receivers, their center and a corner. Um, and for Kansas State, Adrian Martinez banged up. Don't know if he's going to play. And uh, and Will Howard also got banged up the backup too last week, so <laughs> who knows who's starting at quarterback for Kansas State? I, think, I don't know what I, 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 I don't know what to make Mar- of this game. I think Martin I think he'll, he will end up playing, but um, with that knee injury though, I mean, it's a, a heavy run team. He doesn't beat you with his arm, so I'm curious to see what a game plan would even look like. It would have to be Deuce Vaughn, Deuce Vaughn, Deuce Vaughn, because. I think I looked at it. He's only had 22 carries in the last two games. Um, that needs to increase maybe triple. Deuce Vaughn's a small guy, too. You know, he can't really be like a 30 carry, a, like a game type of guy. But I mean, this, and the crazy thing about this game is the line is fucking like Kansas State. One and a half. One, they're, yeah, they're favorited one and a half, and they over under 56. Um, I kind of want to jump on that uh, over 56 early because. I think he will end up playing, and he's. Gonna, I think this game's going to smash the over. Uh, Oklahoma State really, really struggled stopping the run last week. I think it was like they were allowing like six yards of carry, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, against Texas. Uh, this defense hasn't really been the same since uh, Knowles left. So I think this. I think this over is going to be a lot, personally. Yeah, I mean the way to beat this Oklahoma State defense too is. Is on the ground. I, TCU ran for two twenty five against them. Texas had a chance to win or to tie at the end of that game, but they ran for two hundred four against them. Um, it's it's got to be yeah, six, six, six and a half yards of carry too. Like they didn't even have to run the ball that much. And Sanders has still been like bang, he's been so weird. I feel like yeah, I feel like this team. Like Sanders throws the. I mean, this Oklahoma State team. We know it for however long, like fifteen years. They just throw the fuck out of the ball, right. and it's it's funny that they. Uh, like the strengths of both these offenses, I feel like directly attack the weaknesses of both these defenses. So I'm talking myself into it. I'm gonna bet that right now. I'm betting that over. That over. Yeah. I, I don't. I mean, the only thing that'd be bad if it Martinez and their backup didn't play, which would I'd be pissed off about. But fuck it. You know, sometimes you got risk to get the biscuit, as they say. Yeah. How would you feel if I jumped on that with you? Yeah. Let's go. Let's rock. Get, get, <laughs> Should we roll? Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it right now. Let's. I'm hammering this, but yeah. uh, I'm also curious. I think uh, a big part I, I mentioned him last week, but Felix Undulike Uzama, 
He didn't have any sacks last week against Quinn Ewers. They still and Quinn Ewers did struggle mightily, but mm-hmm. I think he's going to need to affect this past game, this Oklahoma State pass game. He's got to get back there a couple times. But even as a whole, I think Kansas State did have, I want to say six sacks last week. So I think if they keep, they have to pressure Sanders because he's been throwing the fucking ball all over the place. Yeah, should be an interesting one. I would never touch this game, but I'm going to hammer that over with you. Yeah, I'm taking it right now. That one and a half is so weird. Such a weird line. I mean, to me, that line indicates that Martinez is going to play. And I know you said that it's a knee injury. So, like, how much is he going to run it? I think that he's like, if he plays, he's going to just, he'll be all out. He's running the ball. This is my personal take. Right. All right. Let's go to the last one. Number 19, Kentucky on the road. Number three, Tennessee. Um, damn. Kind of love that. Tennessee at, at number three. Good for them. They des- good they to, deserve it. Good to see. Yeah. Love that. Uh, 11 and a half is the line right now. Um, right. What do you think about this one? I, I said it for Georgia, possible look-ahead game, but this is a big possible look-ahead game for for Tennessee. Yeah, to be honest, this, this kind of screams look-ahead. Um, I told you, I was telling you guys yesterday, I started watching like tape on the quarterbacks this year just for shits and gigs, and it's so easy to see why people love uh, what you call it. Will Levis. Yeah, Levis. He he is big. He's His, his arm is crazy. Like His release is so quick, and the ball just jumps off his arm. Uh, I do think this could be a look head game, but this this Tennessee offense is just so impossible to stop. Like I like watching them, if Alabama can't stop them, I don't see how Kentucky's going to be able to like reel them in. Right. Yeah, I mean, even without Cedric Tillman, who they said may play this week, um, I don't know if they hold them out one more week. Um, for Georgia, I feel like it would be kind of nice to get him in before that, get him some reps, because they said he could go against Alabama possibly um, a few weeks ago, and then obviously they played slapdick somebody last week, and they weren't going to play him. UTM, um, bro. Show some respect. Damn. Sorry, UTM. You're slapdick, though. <laughs> um, but meanwhile, Jalen Hyatt's fucking exploded. He's, I think he's one touchdown away from tying the uh, – the Tennessee all-time, not all-time, uh, season touchdown record, which is crazy. But you said it. Hendon Hooker's just been absolutely absurd, and I don't see Kentucky's defense slowing them down enough. I mean, I didn't realize Kentucky did have a, the bye last week, so they're coming off a bye. So they've been game planning for them for let's say two weeks, I guess. Let's say, right? Uh, and Tennessee is susceptible. I mean, they do they do have massive leads always, but they have been susceptible against the pass on the defense. So I think this is a big, honestly, I think I do. We've been saying it all. I feel like we've said it like multiple pods, but this is a massive game for Will Levis in particular to try to get that draft stock up. And let's not forget uh, Rodriguez, their running back. That guy I mean, is a fucking workhorse. He's, he's the key to the game. I think. Yeah. I mean, I think that uh, Kentucky's pass game in particular works directly off that run game. They have like some, they have a lot of pro concepts where like he will, they, they rely heavily on play action. They will take shots. So I think I really do like Kentucky with the points, if I'm being honest. A lot of points. And like you said, it's a look ahead. It is a lot of points. Yeah, they gotta slow that game down with uh with Rodriguez. Just let him let him yeah. go to work. He had 30, 30 carries last week. Uh, yeah, he's well, he's a massive human being and mm-hmm. they just work him. They don't care. And the, uh, same thing with uh Levis. He's a big dude too, and that he'll run the fucking ball. 
Um, I do think, like you said, I think that it, this for them to win and or to cover, it's going to have to start with a run, and they're going to have to slow the pace down tremendously. Right. All right. Should be a few, a uh, couple good games in there, and obviously Ohio State, Penn State. Be looking forward to that. Let's get to the bets. What is it? Week nine. Can't even keep track of all these fucking weeks. Just week nine. Week nine of college, not including week zero. I don't think so. Yes, not including week zero. You want to start us? Yeah, I'll start us. So I'm leading off. uh, No surprise here. I'm taking Ohio State minus fifteen and a half. I put three units on that, just because that's. I think that's. I think they're going to dominate. I don't see how Penn State can slow them down. Uh, second bet is something that we're, I mean, I won't even spoil, but second bet, Wake Forest minus three and a half at Louisville. Uh, I just think Wake Forest's offense is too good. I was between contemplating between the over or uh, this, I decided to go Wake Forest minus three and a half. And then to round it out, I am doing USC minus seven and a half first half at Arizona. I think USC's offense is going to get back on it. And I don't think Arizona's a good team at all. So this is the, uh, the road warrior week. We're going road warriors, all road. You hate that. I don't, I usually do, yes. So we'll hopefully it proves me incorrect this week. Right. Um, I'll read out Dino's bets. He just sent them through. Dean's got two and a half units on Utah TCU money line parlay minus one fourteen, uh, and then he's got two and a half on Missouri plus three and a half minus one fifteen. So we'll make sure we're tracking those. I wasn't letting him get away with not putting in his bets again for uh before the pod yeah good call can't do that um i'll round us out here ray you said it we're on kind of the same stuff i do really want to bet that ohio state minus 15 and a half but it's a pride thing but it didn't stop me from taking the ohio state minus three and a half first quarter um for two and a half units i just end up thinking they probably score on their opening drive or they're going to score in the first half the first quarter and Penn State has actually started games fairly quickly outside of the last two. Um, but I just think there's too much talent for Ohio State. And I like that three and a half. So two and a half uh, minus 120. And then I got uh, I got Wake Forest money line. Taking the money line, the three and a half. I almost did two and a half, but then I was like, yeah, I'm just going to play it safe. Take the money line. I'm with you. I think they're too talented on offense for Louisville. Um, on the road doesn't scare me. Sam Hartman is fucking balling. I love Sam Hartman. I love him uh, too. So money line is minus one seventy four. So two and a half units there. Love it. Gotta love it. So gotta get positive this week. Let's go. Give me all five, even though it's not five. It's only like it's not even <laughs> like a high, it's not even like a high unit. It's like three point five. Uh, anyway, whatever winners, bro. That's all we need. Right? Yeah, you gotta you gotta stack some wins. All right, that'll that'll wrap it up for us here on Between Two Tackles. Thank you for listening. Hopefully, you enjoyed part one of our preview episode. Stick with us. We got part two with the NFL coming up. As always, please rate and subscribe to the pod and follow our Twitter at Two Tackles with the number two. Stick with us as we continue this 2022-2023 season. Ray, appreciate you. One love. <laughs>